what is it exactly that we are discussing today? Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you I'm going to answer your question with an answer. Uh, well, I'm going to answer your question with an answer to a question, but not to the question you just asked. Uh, instead, uh, the question that 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 I'm answering is. Uh, Hey, I don't understand. Like Jesus, we never saw you being hungry or anything in the, in starving. We never fed you. What are you talking about? Uh, and not really Jesus. Like it's the king who's talking, but like it's really secretly Jesus. Jesus is telling the story, but like it's it's really it's really Jesus they're talking about. He says the king will reply, "Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me." You did for me. That's Matthew 25, 40. And it's actually, that's, it, I didn't read any more than is in the book, except in the book, uh, it says the king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. And that's, uh, uh, that's I think, the, yeah, the New International Version. Uh, and, and the version I read at the beginning um, was from like a, a different, a, the newer New International <laughs> Version, I guess. So, I mean, I don't know why the quotes are that different. One says brothers, one says brothers and sisters, which is a pretty honk indifference uh so i don't know i'm not a bible translator uh all i know is that it probably meant sisters as well probably meant probably meant sisters as well so we're just gonna we're gonna stick with that one and uh so uh theme music plays Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are talking about the concept of kindness. What does it mean to be kind? Is it cruel to be kind, as the song Cruel to be Kind asks? Or is it kind to be kind? What is kindness, and why, and wherefore? What do we get out of it? Is it worth it to be nice to people? Should we be nice to everyone, or just people who are smaller than us? I don't know. Maybe the bears have an answer. It, it was interesting that they chose to lead off. This is Berenstain Bears Kindness Counts, by the way. It's a Zondervan book by Jan and Mike. Berenstain, 2000. 10, part of the same passel of Berenstain Bears books we've been covering for the last month or so. Uh, this is Kindness Counts, and it starts off with a quote from Matthew, which is one of the Gospels, uh, which are the stories about Jesus' life and teachings. In case you don't know, there's four of them, four, the four biggins. Uh, I, there's other Gospels that were written, but those didn't make it into the Bible. That's how it works. Uh, it took a lot of editing and a lot of time and patience. They whittled it down to those four. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is from Matthew, and Jesus is telling this story about uh, a king, and the king is like, you guys are great. They divide people, sheep and goats. They're, they divide people up, and they're like, hey, you guys over there, you're great, because when I was hungry, you fed me, and when I was tired, you bathed me, and when I was dirty, you cleaned me. I don't remember what it says. You did everything for me. Your guys are great. And the people in the crowd are like, we didn't do anything for you. We don't even know who you are. Well, they know who he is. He's the king. But they're like, we've never met you before. You were never tired or hungry in front of us. What are you talking about? And the king is like, ah, but every time you were nice to somebody else, you were being nice to me. You guys are good. And then the, he does, like, he turns to the goats and he's like, you guys are the goats. Not the greatest of all time, I'm afraid, because you guys are the jerks. You're going to burn in you're going to burn down there forever and ever and ever. And uh, it's probably the simplest of the parables 
to explain from this like little there's a whole chunk of parables uh like the the 10 virgins and there's like the five ones and the five bad ones or something and there's a bunch and there's like the the uh, take the gold and these guys invested the gold and this guy buried it because he didn't want it to get you know to lose his money and then the guy comes back and he's like i hate you for for burying the gold there's that story which is like i don't understand that one either this one's pretty straightforward which is pretty much just like if you're nice to people that's cool and i really like it when people are nice to people uh be kind be kindness and that's a pretty good way to start a children's book about being kind uh, as we can see from the cover we have mama we have papa we have brother we have sister and then we have some strange bear who we've never met before who is this strange boy bear uh what what shocking revelations will we learn from the from the budding friendship of brother and little boy bear uh, i i find this interesting because we don't see cubs of different sizes that often so you know good good for them i guess uh kindness counts so uh, to begin with we get a wonderful spread a two-page spread of how awesome brother bear is it's just this two-page spread that's basically like brother likes to do everything he is the most well-rounded boy in the world He's amazing. He's a great accomplisher. He loves to accomplish. Uh, we see pictures of brother playing baseball, playing soccer ball, playing football, playing basketball, drawing a squirrel. Uh, we see him painting a picture, which is something I believe brother has absolutely never done. Uh, we see him being an amazing astronomer, which I think at one point he like made fun of someone for being an astronomer. We see him using a microscope and discovering diseases. We see him lighting a Bunsen burner, even though he hates the stank. Uh, we see him playing video games because he's the best video game player. Uh, we see him collecting stamps because he is a... Uh what do you call a, a stamp collector? A philatelist? Apparently that's what he does. He also collects baseball cards. Uh, so we see baseball cards for uh, Fuzzy Rollins. Huh? Bear Howard. Uh, Bruin Victorino. And Grizzly, who plays for the Bruins. I don't know anything about sports. I assume those are extraordinarily clever puns on famous baseballmen. But uh, your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is probably better than mine because I don't know anything about baseball. But what Brother was best at and what his oldest hobby in the world, what we love Brother the most for, if you have been sticking with me for the last six and a half years, is we know that Brother loves to build a model plane. Brother loves building model planes. He has been doing it since time immemorial. And I'm not being facetious here. We know that Brother is quite the plane builder. Uh, in the Berenstain Bears and the Green-Eyed Monster, he got balsa wood from Sister for his birthday so he could build model planes. We know those model planes. In Berenstain Bears and uh, The Trouble with Strangers, Brother Bear almost got into the car of a strange man because he promised to show Brother his kick-awesome model plane. That's how much Brother loves model planes. He loves model planes so much he is willing to risk being on a true crime podcast to see a man fly a model plane. That's how much brother loves model planes. So canonically speaking, yes, brother loves the planes. Uh, he, he loves, he learned how to build them from Papa. Papa helped to guide him through the smaller planes. And then brother worked his way up to bigger planes. And now he can build them all by himself. And these are like actual like flying planes. You like wind up the propeller and these things take off. This is a legit business brother has. He isn't just faffing around with balsa wood planes. He is building planes that take off and as we will see later on, land of their own accord. This is a boy who knows model planes. We love brother. We love him for it. Uh, also, what's interesting is that the in the in the religious books, 
we've been reading, Brother's been in all of them, and he's been a focus of a couple, but we haven't really seen much like character development-wise. Uh, early on in the series, Brother was developing left and right. He started off as just like an only child. When Sister showed up, he took on more responsibilities as a brother. He sort of became a mentor to Sister. He uh, he also became like the, the person who watched out for Papa, made sure Papa didn't get killed on many of his outings. He became a leader of the Bear Scouts, became a leader in the Bear Detectives. Uh, and throughout the chapter books, we saw Brother you know, become something of a teenage Lothario as he courted many a young lass. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever said on this show, by the way. Uh, he wasn't a Lothario. Uh, he liked to kiss a girl once, and uh, he did so. Uh, but we've seen him, like, wooing girls. We've seen him being wooed by girls. We've seen Brother in all kinds of places, but recently I feel like he's gone a little stale. In fact, I feel like Brother and Sister have kind of, like, evened out a bit recently. They're kind of the same cub a little bit. They, they have, like, their own, like, uh, likes and dislikes, but uh, temperamentally they've been similar. This book mixes that up. I'm Happy that we're here. So we get a little history. Brother Bear likes to fly some planes. Now, one day he's at the park. He's putting together his new his new plane, which is called the Meteor. Here's a there's the Meteor. It's a big, beautiful red plane. It's got a it's got a nice propeller. It's got a large wingspan. It's a huge plane. He's worked very hard on it. Uh, sisters there hanging out with some friends. These friends of sisters go unnamed, by the way. These are not sisters' usual gang of friends. I feel if they were, there's a cub who looks kind of like Lizzie Bruin. I don't know who the other cubs are. All we need to know is that one of the cubs that sisters hanging out with has a little brother whom we've never met who shows up and his name is Billy. We've never met Billy. We don't know his last name. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat, we never do learn his last name. We never learn his sister's first name, even though she actually speaks in the book. Uh, but Billy shows up and he's like, that's an awesome plane. And brother's like, thanks. I made it myself. And Billy's like, I wish I could build a plane like that. And brother's like, hey, just gotta, just gotta work. Keep working at it. Billy's like, can I help you fly it? And brother's like, uh, Thing about model planes is, and just look up model plane videos on YouTube and you'll know this is true. Thing about model planes is they break more than they fly. Uh, they go up, they come down, and they smash to pieces. That's just sort of what model planes do. They're very difficult to get up in the air. They're very difficult to keep up in the air. And they're very difficult to get back down from the air. Model planes are designed to break. And Brother knows this. So he sort of hems and haws about it. He's like, I don't know. Like, this is a little kid. doesn't know anything about planes. But then he's like, you know what? He thinks to himself... You know, Papa helped me out when I started. Papa was the one who got me interested in this. He showed me what to do. He was pretty patient with me. And so he's like, all right, all right. I'll let you help me fly the plane. I'll let you help me hold the plane. You can hold the plane for me. So, uh, and there's like a nice little like, it's like a drawing of brother like thinking about when Papa helped him fly a plane. Uh, what we're seeing here though is brother being like, okay, I'm older now. It's time for me to level up a little bit. Take on a little more responsibility. Be the cub that I want to see in the world. So the little boy helps him hold Billy helps him hold it. The plane takes off, goes flying up in the air, goes straight up, comes straight down, smashes to pieces on the hard, hard ground. I didn't mean for that to sort of rhyme, but it did. Smashes to pieces on the hard, hard ground. And Billy is upset by this, as any child would be, seeing this big, beautiful red plane smash to pieces on the ground. Uh, Billy is immediately contrite. Let's contrast this with the way uh cousin fred was in the bicycling book we just read cousin fred smashes brother's bike to pieces and he's like ah whatever walks off never see him again billy sees the plane crash and says oh no is it my fault did i do something wrong did i throw it instead of letting it fly like you said because brother gave him instructions don't throw it just let it go 
Brother, being awesome, says, no, you did fine. It's my fault. I didn't get the balance right. It's tail heavy. That's why it went up too steep. And then it paused and it dove back down. It's called stalling. So not only is he assuaging this boy saying like, you had nothing to do with this. You were just doing what I told you to do. Not only that, he's educating the boy. He's like, this is actually a problem. This is what happens. I built I built the plane wrong. Billy's like, are you going to fix it? And brother's like, yeah, my motto is build them, fly them, crash them, fix them. Pretty good motto. And then his big sister, who shall remain nameless, comes along. And uh, Billy's like, can I help you fix it? She's like, oh, look, just leave the kid alone. Leave Brother Bear alone. He's a good guy, but he's given you enough. And Brother's like, no. Billy can come with me. He's going to help me fix this plane. So he goes back to his house with Billy, and he shows him off to Mama and Papa. He's very proud of this boy he's met. Mama and Papa are like, all right, all right, pretty good. Brought home a good boy. Uh, and this is where things get biblical. So Mama turns to a stitchery, I don't know what it's called, like a, a stitchery do, whatever you call them, where you like take thread and you make words out of the thread and you hang it on the wall. I don't know what it's called. A sampler? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, but she turns to the sampler on the wall and she's like, oh, by the way, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. That's from Matthew. I think that's from one of the sermons on the mount. Uh, it's one of the, is it one of the beatitudes, beatitudes? It's one of the things that Jesus says. Blessed are the peacemakers. Bless, we, we covered blessed are the peacemakers before. This is blessed are the merciful. Mama points this out with pride. She's like, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And I'm like, I don't think a brother showed mercy. Like, he didn't. He didn't like, the boy didn't wrong him in any way. The brother wasn't about to like murder the boy and then be like, I'm gonna let you live. He did, that didn't happen. He let the boy help him out and then is now showing the boy how to build a model plane. I don't think Jesus was like, I need something for people who like help out little kids learn how to fly model planes one day. <laughs> I guess I'll just say blessed are the merciful. That's not what blessed are the merciful is about, mama. I mean, being merciful is kind. It's, it is kind and it does count. So good, good on you for that. But it's, brother's not... He's not showing mercy. This isn't mercy. Mercy to me is a lot stronger in any case. Papa saves the day because Papa's like, oh, it also says that a kind person benefits himself. That's a proverb, by the way. Papa comes up, a kind person benefits himself. Uh, and an unkind person like hurts himself. I think that's the way it continues. Kind person benefits himself. And brother's like, what do you mean? And he's like, this means that no act of kindness goes wasted, which is more or less what it means. If you're, if, I think what it, kind of what it gets around to is if you do good things in the world, you're helping yourself out as you're just you're making the world a better place just by being kind. You're making the world a better place. Uh, and this is I, I like that they're using the word kind because, again, we're not talking about niceness. Niceness doesn't always count. And a lot of people are nice without being kind. Niceness is like an attitude. Kindness is an action. Uh, brother is being kind. He's not acting nice. So remember that. I mean, it's good to be nice. But it's awesome to be kind, I think, is the book isn't about that. But I, that's just one of those things like you got to keep in mind. Like, don't just be a nice person. Be a kind person. Show kindness. Uh, so, yeah, as far as like the stuff that Jesus said in the in the Bible, good on that. Uh, I mean, I guess the thing Papa said was a proverb. So that's old news. Also a little more relevant. Uh, so brother and the bear, the boy, the Billy boy, brother and Billy, the boy, uh, spend the whole afternoon built, refixing, fixing up the plane. We get a nice little like fixing a plane montage here. Look at that. And they take it out and they fly the plane and it flies. It goes up and comes back down. It goes up and it comes back down all on its own. Uh, the meteor flew on and on across the field. It came down, landing clear on the other side of the park in a three-point landing. Uh, Brother and Billy ran over. It was in perfect shape. They're very excited. Plot twist. Thought we were over. We thought that uh, that was it. We thought that, oh, great. 
Uh, great, many a book would end right there. There's your story. But no, we get introduced to a whole new sector of bear country, cu- cu- bear country cubs. We meet the Bear Country Rocket Club. Uh, didn't know Bear Country was this awesome, did you? We meet the Bear Country Rocket Club. And this is a club of cubs who build rockets for fun. And they may, in fact, be brother, sister, cousin Fred, and I guess Barry Bruin, like, from the future. Like, it it may as well just be those guys, because it just looks like older versions of the Cubs, which might be intentional. I don't know. In any case, uh, brother's like, well, Rockets, can I help out? And they're like, nah, now you're too young. But then Billy walks up to the oldest Cub, has a private convo. The older cub comes back and is like, hey, my cousin Billy tells me you let him help with your model plane. That was cool. You seem to know a lot about flying and models. I guess you can help out. Ah, kindness is in the process of counting. So the Rocket Club lets Brother basically be their stooge for a while. Like he, they let him they let him pretend to help is <laughs> more or less what Brother was doing with Billy. Uh, but he's learning a lot about rocketry, rocket rocket science. And uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 4, 2, 1, Brother's allowed to push the button. Whoosh! The rocket goes up into the atmosphere with a 90-year-old William... That's my... I'm being topical. A 90-year-old William Shatner flying flying to the moon. He went up in the... He went up in space today, right? That happened? That, like, really happened? Like, I felt like people made a huge deal about William Shatner going into space, maybe. And then, like, it occurred. But, like, while it was occurring, I heard nothing about it. And then it was done. And they're like, yeah, William Shatner went into space. And I'm like, did he go into space? Or did he go into, like, it's legally space? I think that's what he did. He doesn't seem to have realized what happened. I don't think he knew what was going on. In any case, the rocket goes up and then it parachutes down. It's all burned up and scorched. And Brother's like, are you going to fix it? And the rocket club is like, of course. Our motto is build them, fly them, crash them, fix them. And Brother's like, can I help you fix it? And they say, sure. They pat him on the back. And Brother Bear, because he showed kindness, he becomes the youngest member ever of the Bear Country Rocket Club, and was he ever proud? And this is my one criticism of the book. My one. Kindness counts. Uh, When you're kind to people, it helps out you, it helps out everyone, and puts more kindness into the world. Kindness counts. Kindness counts of its own accord. At the end of the book, brother gets something out of it. He gets a prize. He gets rewarded for it, which is cool. I get it. It's a children's book, and they're like, You want to show kids that like this sort of, you want to show kids it actively paying off to be kind. I get that. I think that the kindness is its own reward. Like it's cool also that brother got to help out with the rocket club. Like word of brother's kindness spread throughout the land and people wanted him to help out with their rockets. It's a good way to get your name out there. It's a good way to get noticed. Uh, Being nice to people, being kind to people. It's a good way to, you know, build up some street cred. Be kind. I don't think they needed to make him the youngest member of the rocket club. I don't think they needed that. I think they could have left it at just Brother Brad, a really cool afternoon with some cubs, and the promise of helping out with their rockets in the future. I think that would have been enough. Otherwise, these Zondervan books are just, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're, they are they are the Berenstain Bears books that the other Berenstain Bears books coming out around this time are kind of failing to be, uh, which is weird. But they are they feel more Berenstain Bears-y than the, the non-religious line at this point. I'm not going to do it. I talk about that enough in past episodes. It's weird, but I appreciate it. This is a good looking book. It's bright. It's colorful. It's fun. Uh, you get rockets. 
you get rockets. So what else do we want? You can see rockets go up. The bomb's bursting in air. All right. Activities and questions from brother and sister, the best part of any religious book. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Do you have a special talent or hobby? Yeah, yeah, I have three podcasts. I have three podcasts. I don't know if it's a special talent. It's definitely a hobby. Uh, it's not a job, and it's not a career. Certainly doesn't pull in any income, but uh, it's a good hobby. How did you first become interested in this hobby? I know I've told this story before, but uh, I used to belong to a group on Facebook that was centered on a particular podcast, and people got talking about the Berenstain Bears once, just out of the blue. Someone posted, I think probably Berenstain Bears' new neighbor's picture, and they were like, can you believe this Berenstain Bears book? actually exists and i knowing a lot about the berenstain bears just from osmosis and being a parent jumped in with like a bunch of stuff about bear country and uh sort of like the bears uh the continuity i was like there's a weird continuity in bear country and people were like if you should do a berenstain bears podcast and the rest is his like that's literally how it started the rest is history um how did brother become interested in model airplanes uh the same way a lot of little kids become interested in things their parents make them do it the same way that little kids are, the little kids become Star Wars fans or comic book fans or sports fans or join a religion. Their parents make them do it. And then it just becomes this thing they do because you've been doing it since you were a child. You never knew the world without it. Brother was always building model airplanes with Papa. That's what he knows how to do now. He's really good at it. Does he love it? I guess. Good thing. Question two. Why did brother hesitate before actually sharing his model airplane with Billy? I mean, I think they answered that. He didn't want it to break. Like, it, it, he worked really hard on it, and Billy was a small child. He did not know. Why is it sometimes difficult to share something you really like and other times very easy? I, I don't know. I guess, like, I guess, uh, I guess I, I just, I'm, I'm greedy. I'm, uh, you can be, like, greedy about things. Like, I don't know. Like, why sometimes it's hard, easy, it's hard to share something because you're just not sure if, like, you want to share it, sometimes you have something that's really valuable. Is that how it works? Sometimes I don't know. Like, sometimes you just don't feel like sharing things. Sometimes a little boy comes up to you in the park and wants your thing. That's it. That's I, I don't know why I got so upset about that. I don't know why I don't like to share things. Stop yelling at me. Do you think that you need to be rewarded every time you do something nice? No! No, I made that point already. Why or why not? Because that... I talked about this in another episode. It's the concept of the mitzvah. You do a mitzvah. You do a mitzvah because it's a kind thing to do for someone or for your community. And you don't expect anything in return. You don't expect recognition. You don't ex even expect thank you. Uh, you don't even necessarily call attention to the fact that you did it. You just do it. That's a mitzvah. You help somebody out. That's a mitzvah. You do a kindness. An unasked for, unexpected kindness. It's a mitzvah. Go out and do a mitzvah tomorrow. Go do a mitzvah. Or I guess there's some time today. Go to a mitzvah. No, you don't need to do, expect something. You don't need a reward, brother. You don't need to get to join Rocket Club, Team Rocket. Get out and do it. One, create a poster. Another poster. If I did every one of the posters they asked me to do at the end of these books, there would be no wall space left in my house. Create a poster for your family to hang in a prominent place in the house. Have the following, whoa. Have the following scripture phrase on it. In everything, do to others what you would want them to do to you. Matthew 7, 12, which is, of course, a variant of the golden rule. So listen, we talked about the golden rule. I did the Berenstain Bears in the golden rule. We talked all about the golden rule. I went into the history of the golden rule in that one. Uh, this is the golden rule, which is phrased in many different ways. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, essentially. Or do not do unto others as you would not want them to do unto you. That, that's like the inverse of it. But just be nice, be kind. Don't be nice, be kind. Be kind, be kind. Uh, golden rule. It credits Matthew with it, but the phrase is older than Matthew. Two, organize a family hobby day. 
I'll get right on that. Have each family member share what they enjoy doing the most with the rest of the family. This is assuming that you're not talking to and seeing your family every blessed second of the day. Remember to be kind as you explain directions and show others your hobby. No one in my family wants to be a podcaster. No one in my family does. I mean, okay, I do a podcast with my older child, Willow, uh, and I know that she has expressed some interest in learning the ropes, but, you know, hasn't. Uh, Mitzi doesn't want to be a podcaster. It's the worst thing in the world. She's 10. Why would she want to be a podcaster? Look at me. Alana doesn't want to be a podcaster. There's just a whole lot of stuff going on. I don't know if she would want to devote this much time every week to, to talking about something. I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe I should show Alana how to do a podcast and she'll be right on it. Maybe that's what like she's missing in life. I don't know. Uh, I have done Alana's hobbies. Uh, I have participated in, uh, and before beyond a hobby, like Alana's art, Alana's like performance art. Uh, Alana has done dance. And for a while there, I was taking, I mean, this is years ago, but I took dance with Alana. I went to, I went to some ballet with her. I mean, I, I took ballet in high school. I took dance in college. Uh, I was never good at it, but I took it. Um, I, so yeah, I would go to ballet. I, I tried to share in her interests. I went to yoga with her for a while. Um, but it's also important to keep those imp- interests separate so that you're not always on top of each other, you know? And, uh, Mitzi's hobbies. I mean, Mitzi has all kinds of hobbies she likes to do right now. She likes to read and, uh, I read with her to her for her. Uh, so, you know, hobby, share your hobbies. Uh, no one needs to explain how to do them. Uh, no one needs, no one needs to explain. How. Uh, and that's, and that's, uh, th- th- I mean, I guess. Did I leave one out? Did I, did I forget one? Uh, no, no. Be kind as you explain the directions. You want to learn how to podcast? I'll show you how to podcast. You spend 30 bucks on a mic. You plug it in. You start talking about things. When you're done, you're done. Then you edit in a fun theme song and you send it out to your feed and then you rake in the applause. And then one day you do a one-man show of it. And then you stop doing that one-man show because the world is engulfed in a in, in turmoil you just you stop doing it that's the history of podcasting folks that's how you do my hobby uh any comments in the comment section let's see matthew has asked uh what was the podcast group that spawned this one i don't know the lore sorry what was the podcast group i always just say a facebook podcast group partly because i don't want to implicate anyone uh mostly because i don't want to send anyone who doesn't know that podcast to a more successful podcast but it's it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, I, so instead of saying it, I will say, I will it's say it rhymes with schmop schmouse, uh, is the Flophouse podcast. It was a full podcast group we used to belong to, and we talked a lot about podcasts, and that was it. And people challenged me to do the show, and I said, I think I will. I said, in the thread, I said, I will call it Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bear cast as a joke. And then they said, do it. And I was like, doing it. And I did it. It cost me 30 bucks. That was my initial investment, $30. Uh, that's it. That's it. I spent $30. And that's the Berenstain Bears. Kindness counts. It's still in print, obviously. This is a real, actual copy of the book. It's not an e-book. Uh, it's an actual physical copy. You can do this with it. Uh, you can do this with it. Here. You for my listeners at home. Uh, it's an actual physical copy. It's a great. It's nice. It's slick. It's colorful. It's nice to look at. If you are in the market for children's book with a religious bent, I say that the, the, the Berenstain Bears Zonder kids books are actually pretty cool. As you could tell, they are not preachy. They are not overly moralistic. Uh, they are not, as some people claim, 
um, you know, like conservative. It's just, it's just a few Bible quotes and they're good Bible quotes. Like be kind dudes, like just be kind. Like that's like the, that's the, that's the crux of it all. Isn't it? Kindness does count. I think that's the, like the Berenstain bears at their core are just like, if nothing else, just be cool to each other. Just stop being jerks and be cool and you'll get a lot more out of life. Okay. Kindness counts and it counts for itself. Uh, it counts on its own without reward. Uh, and that's it. That's the Berenstain Bears Kindness Counts. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to Berenstain Bearcast, well, at Bstain Bearcast on Twitter. Or you can go find me on Twitter at P. Gonzalez. I talk about stuff on there sometimes. I just I hang out. Uh, you can listen to me on my other podcast. I have a podcast that I do with my child, Willow, uh, which is called It's Del Toro Time. It's a Del Toro adjacent podcast. We discussed the movies of Guillermo del Toro, and now we are discussing the movies that influenced Guillermo del Toro. We will be covering Nightmare Alley when it comes out in December. Uh, we'll be covering the book. We'll be covering the original film. And we'll be covering the new film. So it's going to be a month of Nightmare Alley. So if you're interested in books and movies about like sideshow people and then like psychics, that's a good place to go if you want to hear me talk about that, I guess. Uh, I also have, just back this week, uh, Pizza Toast that I do with Christy Admiral, a Babysitter's Club podcast. Uh, we're starting up again with the Netflix Babysitter's Club series, so this Saturday, the newest episode will be out on Christy and the Snob. So if you want to hear me talk about more children's stuff, that's, that's where to go, except I'm doing it with someone who is uh, more competent and articulate than me, so it kind of balances out a lot of this so uh thank you so much for listening thank you so much for joining me uh thank you so much for being here it was nice to have some people around and uh, i will see you all next time deep in bear